It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. I have an incredible guest for you today, Rebecca Whitman, who was revoted Life Coach of the Year. She's an author and a podcaster, and today we're going to be exploring how you can create a balanced, happy and abundant life. Rebecca, a huge welcome. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Now, before we get started, I'd just like to know a little of your story and how you come to be rated the top life coach of the year. Sure. Well, it all started in 2018. My dad was dying as my marriage was dissolving. And in my last conversation with my dad, he asked me to write something. I had no idea what I was going to write. And I was sitting in my financial planner's office and workout clothes. And he's like, you've had your best financial year ever yet I know you got divorced and you lost your dad. Like what gives, how are you doing this? And I said, that is a great thing to explain in a book. So I decided to write a book called how to make a six figure income working part-time. And in the book, I divide life into seven pillars of abundance, spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you can get anything you want, whether it's radiant health, your soulmate, six or seven figures working part-time. So fast forward to eight months ago, I married the love of my life. Congratulations. Thank you. And in 2022, I got voted best coach of the year. And I have been coaching women on how to achieve work-life balance within these seven pillars of abundance. So uh, the coaching, the book led to the coaching. Now there's a podcast called The Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. And it's all about helping women, 
especially men and women, but especially women to go from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful and abundant. You know, people who are listening to this show today who are perhaps struggling with life and all of the things that they feel that they have to do, particularly for women, I think, when they've got the responsibility, generally speaking, of the children and the house falls on the woman, that many of them will think, how on earth can you achieve that and also be affluent and, and? So, what for you are the important pillars of those of that sort of success and that sort of balance? Well, they're in order of importance. So the most important thing is spirituality, because having a connection to a power greater than yourself, whether you call it God, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, nature, that is going to carry you through. So I'm a huge believer in setting up your day with a morning practice whether it's just five minutes of prayer, meditation, reading spiritual literature, lighting a candle, even drinking your coffee can be spiritual if you just quiet your mind. Then the second thing is fitness to plan your day around your workout. And then the others follow as such. And actually finance is the last piece of the puzzle. So Gina, most people are like, I'll work 60 to 80 hours a week. I'll make a ton of money. Then I'll have enough money and time to hire a trainer. Then I'll be in great shape and I'll meet the love of my life. And then we'll go on a spiritual retreat together. But it's in order of importance. These are like the building blocks of a successful life. And it doesn't take hours and hours and hours of each thing. It just fitness could be a 30 minute walk. You know, spirituality could be five minutes of, you know, quiet contemplation in the morning, but it just gives women kind of a structure to live a full fulfilling life. I kind of think of the seven pillars of abundance as spokes on a bicycle wheel. They're yeah. all part of a holistic life. It's interesting, isn't it? I have a um, an audit that people can do about uh, how how they think life is going, and, and we use a bicycle wheel, and people will um, grade each area of their life. And of course, if the they're not balanced, you end up with a a, a wheel which would give you a very very bumpy ride. Right. I'm really interested in spirituality first i've just finished writing another book which is called journey from from a uh, human doing to human being oh, i love that you're singing my song and i think for many people they see spirituality as the add-on uh, they come to it often quite later in life midlife very often and they come to it when they've had some sort of crisis when either they've got all of the trappings of success and they think is this it? I don't feel fulfilled. Or things are going wrong and they're experiencing burnout and they think I've got to find a different way of, of being. And I'm really heartened that you put spirituality first and that connection with a higher power. How did you come to discover that? Because I think for many people, um, they get lots of nudges from uh, the universe from God, call it what you will. And the nudges get bigger and bigger until they actually get a slap in the face and they kick up the bottom. What was your nudge? I hit a bottom when I was 19 years old with my drinking. And I was pretty much an atheist 
And when I was 19 years old, I went into a 12-step group and it was all about cultivating a relationship with a power greater than yourself. And I knew without my connection to spirit, which I call God, um, I wouldn't be able to stay sober or graduate from Princeton University where I graduated or do anything that I did. And I just started developing that relationship and how I deepen that relationship is when I was 19, somebody named Janet, I think she's an angel to this day because I never saw her again. She gave me a format for a daily journal. I called it my God journal. And every morning I would fill, fill out these journal prompts and I've done it now for over three decades. And it's all about cultivating this relationship. The journal is actually titled Dear God. So it's like I've written God thousands and thousands of letters over the years. And I have a true relationship now with a power greater than myself that helps me see things in a positive way. And it is the foundation for living a happy life is spirituality. And, you know, we see people, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. So we see people in Hollywood that are like, you know, ODing or committing suicide because they have all the outside stuff. They have the relationship or the finances or the fame, but it's not fulfilling them on the inside. So that's why I think spirituality is first, because unless you are happy and at peace in your heart, then none of the outside stuff is going to matter because you're not going to have inner peace. I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that for so many people, that they assume it is something outside themselves. And for me, the initial way to create that connection is to create the connection with yourself and to actually understand that you aren't broken, that you are an amazing, unique human being, that you have strengths and you have areas for development. But by creating a loving relationship with yourself, it makes the connection with the higher power so much easier and more consistent um, than if you're listening to that negative voice in your head that's consistently saying you're not good enough. Or some people have a negative re relationship with a higher power, right? They think they're that God is like damning them or cursing them or doesn't like them or is against them. So it's all about cultivating a loving relationship with yourself, your inner voice, and also a loving fire that old higher power guys, that one out, get a new one that is loving and compassionate. And that loves you more than you love your dog. And that wants the best for you. We've got so much more to talk about, but we're going to have to go to a short break now. So please don't go away. When we come back, I want to explore um, different ways of actually deepening that spiritual connection. So be back in a minute. COVID-19 has been a really long and difficult fight. It's definitely taken a toll on all of us. Right now, new variants are a lot more contagious and need to be taken seriously. Getting vaccinated and staying boosted is the best way to keep you protected from COVID-19 and help you stay out of the hospital. Even if you've got COVID before, it's important that you go get your COVID booster. COVID shots are safe. Much safer than getting the virus. We can all do our part. And get back to living. You can go to getvaccineanswers.org for more information.
managing your team, it might be time to take a new approach. Visit boystown.org parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos, quick tips, and even live parent talks with Boystown experts. Boystown, take your parenting skills to new heights. Welcome back. I'm talking to Rebecca Whitman, and we're talking about um, how to live a, a balanced, happy, and abundant life. And we were talking before the break about the relationship with ourselves and the relationship with the higher power, call it God or uh, universal power or whatever you want to call it, but ultimately recognizing that power that's bigger than us. I'm really interested in, in exploring how you um, have created that connection. You mentioned intentional journaling. It's something I think is very important. And if people are interested, they'll find a, a whole range of intentional journals um, on my author page designed to help you. So intentional journaling, you talked about having a spiritual practice and having a morning practice. Perhaps you'd like to go into more details to why you think those things make such a positive difference. How you start your day determines the type of day you have. So there are two emotions. They're fear-based or love-based. Fear emotions are resentment, bitterness, fear, jealousy, anxiety, love-based, appreciation, bliss, compassion, empathy, community, love, service. So we wake up, usually most people, including yours truly, in a fear-based way. And, and if we don't wake up that way, all we have to do is turn on the news or, you know, the neighbor's dog or whatever it is. So in order not to get snagged by what I call the fear channel and to stay on the love channel, I do a morning practice that incorporates several things. Now, I don't do all these every day because sometimes I have an appointment, but ideally, I like to first get a hot beverage. <laughs> That's very calming. I know you're in England. You guys love your tea. Oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> your coffee. And find a little nook in your house that makes you feel cozy and comfortable. And then I have several books that I like to read from. There's like daily meditation books or spiritual books that are feeding my soul. Sometimes there are old books that I go back to and read the same few pages that really speak to me. I like to read something. I like to do affirmations. I am a huge believer in affirmations and through affirmations on, you know, my health and on my spirituality. So I'll read my affirmations and then I will do some quiet meditation. So it can be whatever meditation you like, mantra based, there's a million kinds. I really like guided meditation and I'm a huge fan of Insight Timer app and they have different apps based on what you're working on, confidence, abundance, you know, whatever it is, relationship. And you can find uh, anywhere from a two to a 20 minute meditation. And then I like to end the meditation with a prayer. And that's, that's my morning practice. And from there, I go to the next pillar of abundance, which is exercise. And I continue to say the affirmations as I work out. I learned from Tony Robbins that an affirmation put to movement is an incantation. 
And it really goes a lot deeper into your cells when you have an incantation that you say as you move, as you work out. So, so then I'll go work out. And it's just those two pillars starting my day, spirituality and fitness really set the tone for my day. It's interesting that you talk about exercise and using affirmations or incantations as, as you use exercise. And one of the things that I have found works so well for many of my clients is creating for yourself a power sentence. It could be something mm -hmm. like, I mm -hmm. am a powerful woman. I take yes. charge of my life and I choose to be happy. And yes. thinking, using your power sentence um, in time with your walk or your run really embeds it. It becomes part of the muscle memory. And if yes. you take it a step further where each time you say your, in, your affirmation or your power sentence, that you put an emphasis on a different word. So I am a powerful woman. I am a powerful, powerful woman and so on. That that really brings that to the very core of you uh, and helps strengthen that belief and, and improves your self-worth and your just your whole demeanor for the day. Yeah, you're actually creating new neural pathways when you connect those words to your muscle memory. So you really are rewiring your brain. Um, absolutely. So can I ask, bearing in mind that, you know, you have many, many years ahead of you, what's the dream for you? That is a great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. My dream is to be happy in a beautiful home with my husband, to have a lot of Labrador retrievers, and to write more books that help people. And I also would love to travel. And I have done one international retreat in Medellin, Colombia, but to do more international retreats where I can combine seeing the world with also serving my community of women and just reaching more people. So I think that is that is the dream for me. That's a beautiful question. And I don't think I've ever answered it just this way. So thank you for that. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think when we're able to articulate our dream, particularly, you know, perhaps as part of your journal, um, for those of you listening, that it actually starts to make it real. And that yeah. vibrationally, you're sending a message out to the universe to say, this is what I really want. Um, and it's amazing how often when you are able to do that, if you are feeling aligned and you are somebody who epitomizes um, that alignment between spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, um, then I think magic can happen. I believe in magic. I believe we are receiving miracles and magic every day, just being alive and on the planet and being able to have our next breath is a miracle. Just our heart beating. We're not doing anything. We're not growing our nails or our hairs. It's just how open are you to seeing the magic and the miracles every day? So that's my challenge for your audience is to see what kind of magic is happening in your life today, because I assure you it is happening. You just have to look for it. You know, it's interesting, isn't it, that our perception becomes our reality. And if you look without seeing, 
um, so many things are hidden in plain sight, then for you they don't exist. But the moment you open your eyes to things, then all sorts of opportunities open up. They did a piece of uh, an experiment with people, asking them if they felt they were lucky or not. And they people graded themselves from I feel very lucky to I feel unlucky. And they put uh, um, denominations of money from a car park to the front door. And all of the people who've done the test, they asked them to walk from the car park to the front door. Interestingly, the people who thought they were lucky found the money. The people who thought they were unlucky didn't see it. And that is so interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? So being open to the magic and the miracles means that those opportunities are more likely for you to recognize them. And there's another example. There's a guy who went to Times Square in New York City and was literally giving away $100 bills. And, you know, some people were like, F you, get away, looking down, looking away. And other people were like, sure, I'll take a $100 bill. Like, sure. And kept kept going with a $100 bill in their pocket. So it's like, when people are trying to give you something, a gift, are you open to it? Can you even see them or hear them? It's very similar to the experiment that you discussed. And it's a really interesting principle, isn't it, that you have to be ready to receive in order to allow yourself to um, be open. We've got to go to another break now. When we come back, I'd like to spend just a very few minutes with you, because there's not a lot of the show left, on looking at how you would uh, help people um, develop the other pillars. So don't go away. We're going to look at those when you come back. The life of every child is precious. If you care for a child or teenager with a disability and have limited income and resources, they may qualify for monthly cash payments through the Supplemental Security Income Program, or SSI. Call Social Security at 1-800-772-1213 or visit ssa.gov slash ssikids to learn more. That's ssa.gov slash ssikids. Message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about the opportunities that we often miss because we're not looking for them or we're blinkered. And I want you to think about your life and you've been given a challenge by um, Rebecca. So, you know, how many opportunities are there there that previously you've not seen? And if you come to them from a place of love and confidence, you're much more likely to see them. But I'd like to explore the, those other pillars. You've got seven pillars and we've looked at two. We've not got very long, but I wondered if you'd actually just perhaps give people an, uh, uh, some thoughts about how they can develop those other pillars. Um, and finance, as I believe, is always the last thing to come in. I think so many people are struggling financially and they make the mistake of focusing, as you say, just on the finances and so they lose out. So what would you say for the other five pillars? Well, we did touch on emotions. All emotions come from fear or love. So you want to switch from the fear channel to the love channel. Oh, and yes, a great indeed. way to do that is through gratitude. Uh, the next thing is romance. 
So who you are romantically involved with affects all the other areas in a huge way. So I encourage women to walk away from toxic relationships. I know it's not easy, uh, but you know if somebody is supporting you emotionally or not. And I have been in relationships that were very toxic and I had to walk away. Best thing I did. Uh, the next, uh, other than romance, is mental which is mindset. And this is the golden age of mindset. We're listening. You're listening to an incredible show with Gina Gardner. You're working on your mindset right now as we speak. Uh, there's tons of podcasts, you know, YouTube, Audible, online seminars. Like this is the golden age of working on your mindset. So I encourage people, if you don't have a lot of time to work on mindset in the corners of the nooks and crannies of your life, when you wake up and as you're getting ready for bed, those are great times to listen to positive podcasts, radio shows, YouTube videos, because that's when your mind is a little bit, your, your conscious mind is a little bit not so aware when you're tired, you're brushing your teeth, you're get, you're winding down your day, more of that positivity can seep into your subconscious. Same with as you're waking up, your conscious mind is just waking up. Your subconscious mind is more available to positive messages. So also when you're driving all the downtime subway, you can be listening to podcasts, audible YouTube videos. Um, the next one is social who you surround yourself by affects your abundance. All of these are the seven pillars of abundance, but you can have an abundance of friends. You can also have a negative friend that is constantly complaining to you, dumping on you, making you their free therapist. And that is not something that you want. Of course, you want to be compassionate and empathetic, but also you want people that are positive and uplifting you, not just using you to like vent. So you want to find people that are loving and positive. They say that we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And I yeah. think, you know, if you spend time with a, an energy hoover or an energy vampire, yes, you know that they'll bring you down. And if you want to be affluent, then be with people who have an affluent mindset. Yes. As the best thing you could do, if you, if you want to be fit, hang out with fit people. Yes. You don't want to hang out with people who are chain smoking and eating donuts all day. And if you want to be affluent, you want to hang out with affluent people and you can find communities. There's so many Facebook groups and so many great communities of people that have the qualities that you want to have. So your vibe attracts your tribe. Social is so important. We're not alone. It's funny that technology is uniting us in a way, but it's also isolating us in a way. So it's a high tech, low touch society. So we have to go a little bit out of our way to get involved in communities, but it's so worth it. Community creates immunity to life's ups and downs. And finally, what everybody wants to know is finances. So I believe that everybody should have multiple income streams. Mm -hmm. One is not enough because if that one income has a bad month, is hit by the recession, then you have nothing. But if you have multiple income streams, I think three or four are ideal. Then, you know, you have a bad month in one of your income streams, you still got two or three others. 
And that is the way to create abundance is to have multiple income streams. A lot of people have a job, which is great, but that can be taken away from you. So start your own, what I call side hustle, a business that is yours, that no one can take away. And that is something that I think is so important is to have at least one side hustle that you're passionate about, like a passion project, something that you would do anyway for free, figure out how to monetize that. That sounds great. We're running out of time and I really want you to be able to tell people where they can find you. Yes. My name is Rebecca Whitman. So you can find my website, RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, at Rebecca E. Whitman. And of course, in the show notes, I'm going to have my link tree, which you'll be able to find all the good stuff, my book, my podcast, all the offerings will be on my link tree. So make sure you check that out in the show notes. It Um, remains for me to say a big thank you to you and to thank you, the listeners. Thank you very much for listening. Remember that we also donate free meals for the hungry um, based on the number of people who listen to the show. So please encourage other people to listen to the show too. If you'd like to contact me, um, my name is Gina Gardner. You will find me at Gina at genuinely hyphen you.com that's genuinely hyphen and the word you.com um and you'll find me on all the social media as well there's lots of resources um for you on the website please go and have a look thank you very much for joining me and have a great week we'll see you on the next show Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.